you know, I also want to mention that, you know, money is not just meant to be accumulated. It's not just meant for us to just store. You know, you look at the Bible, the, um, the rich man who basically, um, built a whole new barn to build, like to, to accumulate more wealth, not knowing that he was going to die that day. Um, so it's important to realize that the money that we have is supposed to be used for good. It's important to understand that it's supposed to be used to help others. It's supposed to be used to serve others. It's also supposed to be used to push the, the kingdom of God forward. You know? another episode of Wealth from Christ show, show where we inspire the masses to become financially free while building God's kingdom. Today will be a solo interview. Um, this is a solo conversation, and today we're talking about generosity. Uh, I want you to let me know in the comments what you think generosity is and how do you show, how are you generous with your finance? You know, oftentimes, it's, it's true, you know, how people deal, you know, use their money you know, spend their money, how they give their money. It says a lot about them. It says a lot about who they are as a person. It says a lot about what they believe in terms of, you know, the value of money. And, you know, uh, one thing I want to emphasize, you know, as important as I preach all over social media, um, as a point to become financial free, but as you're becoming financial free, as you're helping others do the same, you know, it's important to give, you know, there's a blessing and, being a giver and also for those who are receiving. Um, so I just want to quickly talk into here today. And if you guys can just let me know in the, in the comments um, what you guys think generosity and how you guys practice generosity um, in your daily life. And just to give you guys, generosity is a virtue that's often mentioned throughout the Bible. It's a powerful principle that not only bless others, but also bring abundance into our own life. Uh, we'll first look at uh, a couple of scriptures just to see what the Bible says about financial, just given financially. And the first scripture I want to read um, is Second Corinthians 9, 6. And it says, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will reap generously. So basically, this is like a principle, like a universal principle, you know, that people have um, called so many different things. Um, but it also applies in our finance. If you are, you know, you give to people, you know, you would get back. You um, people also give to you. If you pour into people, people also pour into people. You people also pour into you. If you're generous with your wealth, people will also be generous with their wealth with you. You know, I also want to mention that you know, money is not just meant to be accumulated. It's not just meant for us to just store. You know, you look at the Bible, the um, the rich man who basically um, built a whole new barn to build, like to to accumulate more wealth not knowing that he was going to die that day. Um, so it's important to realize that the money that we have is supposed to be used for good. It's important to understand that it's supposed to be used to help others. It's supposed to be used to serve others. It's also supposed to be used to push the, the kingdom of God forward. You know, if you want another scripture, a couple more scriptures, and basically these other scriptures are Malachi 3.10. And it says, Bring the whole tight into the storehouse, 
that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing there will not be room enough to store it. So you have the um, universal principle, give and you um we spirit we give generously you also we um, people also give back to you and here in malachi three ten, it's basically telling you, if you give to the house of the lord if you bless the um the people in the um make sure there's food in the house of the lord you know god will bless you to the point where there won't be enough room to store it and oftentimes this is a scripture a lot of pastors use to talk about tithes you know why people should tithe why should people should give to the church and uh Interesting statistic is that only 3% of people actually tithe. And there's many reasons why people don't tithe, you know, lack of transparency um, from the church in terms of how they use use the money. Um, two, people have this misconception that the tithe is just going to pass this pocket so they can uh, finance their life and their loved ones. But uh, I want to... So there's a lot of things that goes into keeping the church uphold, the light bill, especially in America, light bill, um, gas, heat, AC, water, um, all these different things, chairs, um, instruments, all these different things all cost money. And it's important for us to give for those reasons in order for us to enjoy the great service that you enjoy at your different um churches you know it costs to produce that great sound it costs to have that great quality of video in order to post and repost on youtube um so yes you know you give to the church you give to the house of the lord as it says here in malachi three ten, that god himself would bless you open the floodgates and bless you where there won't be enough room to store it and it's better when you think i think one time a pastor uh uses um this example, like if you give a dollar to God, for example, and when you understand that God owns the whole wealth and he's going to give you more back, it only it, it benefits you more to give. You know, it benefits you to give because you're going back into God's hand, God's pocket, which is humongous is the whole world. And he's going to bless you. You know, it, it makes sense to give uh, when you think of it from that perspective. Um, another scripture, which also goes back to Corinthians 9, 6, where it says, One person gets freely, yes, gain even more. Another withhold undoubtedly, but comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Um, so this kind of goes back to same thing I was saying in 2 Corinthians 9, 6, that the points are just given to, points of given, um, as a principle, you know, if you bless others, you also be blessed. If you refresh others, as it says here, you also others will be ref um, you refresh others, you also be refreshed. And it just let's say it's just a principle, you know, in this journey of financial freedom, it's important to understand the different principles that will allow you to accumulate wealth. You know, based on how you steward the wealth, it will determine if you will gain more wealth. You know, it's literally, it's literally like that. If you have a hundred dollars and you're able to give to people, you're able to, to manage it, um, correctly, you're able to help others in need. God will want to bless you compared to if you 
just using money and you're spending for your selfish needs. You're not giving to anyone. You're not helping anyone. God may not want to bless you. You know, you look at the story of the talent, you know, one, five, he gave one five and he went to go and double it. He went, he gave one two and he went to go and double it. But one, he gave one, he decided to save it. And when you think about it, God gave us this wealth. He wants to get his return on it. He wants to, he wants to use it in a way that, that pushes kingdom forward and, you know, to see the bigger picture. You know, we are all called to serve each other and having money is a, is a resource and a way we can serve each other. Um, to go on, um, to the last scripture that I'm probably going to go over here in this segment is second Corinthians nine, seven. Each of you should give what you should, what you have decided in your heart to give and not reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver. So it's very important to stay here at this junction that you shouldn't just give and make it like uh you're giving because the pastor just telling you to give, or you're giving because your parents telling you to give. But you should have a revelation, you know, you should have your own like you should desire to give, you know, desire to want to help people out. You you should have that that own desire. And being that said, you know, there's gonna be times where they may be calling the giving at church and it may not be, you may not feel that same conviction to give. And that's okay. You don't need to force yourself or put yourself in any predicament, any financial predicament, um, cause you're trying to give. You know, that's why it says here to give cheerfully. Cause sometimes people will give, um, to a charity, to a church. Um, and while they don't have money, save to make their next mortgage, rent payment, phone bill, whatever it is. And now they're better because now they're looking at these other scriptures that we didn't, then, you know, because I blessed it or somebody else, you know, I need a miracle to happen right now. I need this to happen. But, you know, we should have to use wisdom when we're given. It's important to use wisdom because, like I said, we're stewards of what God has given us and we should steward it well. You know, we should allocate a certain percentage you know whether the 10 percent whether whatever percentage may be um of what you're going to give and build on that um build on that and continue to trust god that he will provide for you as you are given to his kingdom and you're given to his people as this was summarize all these different scriptures you know is given given being generous to open us for um blessings and you know receiving blessings beyond what we can imagine um, so it's important to definitely give. So what does generosity look in practice? It goes beyond simply giving a portion of our income or possession. It's also by having a heart that is willing to share and bless others. Generosity can manifest in various forms, such as financial giving. So as mentioned, tithing, offering, giving to charitable causes that align with our values and support. And when we give financially with a cheerful heart, God does promise to bless us abundantly. Um, generosity can uh, also be expressed through the act of kindness, service. It can be about going out of way to help others, showing compassion, and being a blessing in someone's life. Um, it can be also be sharing knowledge and skills. We can be generous with our knowledge. We can be generous with skills by mentoring and teaching others, by sharing what we have learned and empower others, and we can contribute to, the, to their success and to their success and growth. Um, so the beauty of generosity is that it's not, it's not, is that it won't, 
The beauty of generosity is that it not only impacts the life of those we bless, but also transform our own heart and financial situation. And when we give selflessly, we develop a mindset of abundance and attract more opportunities for prosperity. And just to kind of elaborate on that, you know, oftentimes, you know, the reason why people don't give, people don't um, want to pay tithe is because they have this mentality that there's not more out there. There's, you know, God cannot provide for them. It's like they almost question if God can provide for them. But what I have learned, what I've come to understand, you know, as I've been given and tithed is, you know, when situation gets tight, you know, God, you know, somewhere or fashion, he will bless you in a way. Maybe somebody just paying for you for a meal. It may be um, you getting a job opportunity. Um, you getting up uh, increasing your pay. You know, there's so many ways that God will provide for you. It's not, you know, you're doing this in vain. God sees everything you're doing on the way you're supporting your, your loved one. You're supporting your church. Um, and he will reward you. So, you know, continue to give, you know, because, you know, you're putting God first, you're intentionally, and you're doing it from a cheerful heart. You're not doing it from a bitter heart because oftentimes people give from bitter where they want to give to somebody and want to hold back, like hold, hold them, hold, hold it over their head. Like, oh yeah, I just gave you that dollar. Oh, oh yeah, I just gave you that. So now you have to be a slave. You know, now you have to do this. No, that's not the kind of giving we're talking about. We're talking about giving and not and not necessarily expect, not expecting anything back. You're giving just to help. You're giving because you truly believe you're doing God's what God is calling you to do at that moment. Um, and there's some practical ways to cultivate generosity in our life. You know, you don't have to you don't have to wait until you have a lot. And I feel like oftentimes people think that they have to wait till they're making six figures or they have a million dollars. And the truth about it, in which you understand this principle, is that what you do now with the little you have, once you have more, if, if God does grant you the opportunity to have more, you continue to do what you do now on a bigger scale. So if you're given on a, on a small scale, once you get bigger, you will continue to give. If you're, um, if you're greedy on a small scale, once you get bigger, you'll be greedy on a, on a bigger scale. If you're a liar now, once you get bigger, you become a liar on a bigger scale. You know, money is one of those tools that is good and evil. And when you look at the, um, depending on your perspective on money, when you look at it, money exposes you in a way that you, like, it just exposes who you are. You know, how people deal with their money, how people view their money, it shows a lot. Just like, you know, when those who give, people who usually give, have this mindset that there's more out there. You know, the little I'm giving, there's more for me to gain. There's still more opportunities for me compared to those who, like, no, I need to keep this to myself. I need to save it all to myself. And it's, it's important to understand this is just a tool. One is a tool is for us to use to glorify God. It's a tool to serve others. It's not just for us to just accumulate. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're only here for a short period of time. And we're all going to leave this wealth. We're all going to leave all these different things. And the people that you don't want to touch your money, they're going to get your money. And the people you didn't want to give, you know, your money will be given to them. Uh, so it's important to know why you still have life, why you still breathing to do, take little steps, you know, 
um, helping other people and not worry about, oh, what this person's going to do it. Just give and let it go. And God will reward you as you do so. Um, so yeah, you don't have to wait till you, um, you have a lot to give. Begin by giving what you, what you can, even if it seems insignificant. You know, remember the story of the widow, the widow mites in Mark 12, 41. Jesus praised her small offering because it came from her heart. You know, um, the disciples in that situation were, uh, were amazed by the large offering that the temple was getting by the different people. But Jesus spot out this widow who gave everything, you know, things like two pennies. And what, the reason why that was significant, because she gave out the little she had and she gave it cheerfully compared to everyone else. They gave out of comfortability. It didn't really change anything from them. And, you know, there's a, it's also important to also get sacrificial. And you guys should go and let me look at my interview I did with Ark Rainer, um, where he went to details about, you know, the significance of giving sacrificial, you know, and why God has called us to give sacrificial. Um, two, you know, in order to continue to practice ways to cultivate generosity in our life, as a seek God's guidance and pray and ask God to reveal opportunities for generosity in our life. And also to trust his leader and be open to his prompting to give when he placed someone or a cause on your heart. Um, I think it's very important to like really trust God and truly understand that he would not put you any harm's way. Just remember, just thinking about what it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, his plan for us are of good and not of evil. So when God does prompt you or he puts somebody on your mind or gives you organization to give, you should give because you don't know the blessing, your blessing to that organization or to that person, but you don't know what God's preparing you for. You know, you look at the story of the talent, um, the ones that, that double it, he blessed them on top of that compared to the one that he decided to save and say, oh, um, he didn't think there was anything he can do with the one he had. God took that one away from him and gave it to the ones that read that double it and got interest. And that's the same way it is in this real world. You know, God has given us money to use for his glory to bless other people. And if we're not using it, he will take away such resource from us. And lastly, just going back to um, just give with joy. Just do it with joy. Don't do it business. Don't do it because you're looking for recognition. Do it. Because, you know, you, you really want to make an impact in this world. You really want to help people. You really want to push forward the kingdom of God. Because, you know, nowadays, many people don't read the Bible. They look at what we Christians, what we so-called Christians do. And and they, that's how they decide whether or not they're going to join the faith. Whether or not they're going to... Um, open their heart to God. Because, you know, if you've seen someone who's quote-unquote prophesying their love for God, prophesying their love for Christ, and they live in a certain way. They're greedy. They don't help the poor. You know, they always think about themselves. We not want to be in a relationship with such a person, such a God of that, of that encounter, of that, of that person. Um, and as we wrap this up, you know, I want to leave you guys with this last scripture where it says, in Luke 6, 38, it says, Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken, shaken together, and running overflow, be pouring into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. 
Um, and just to go back to the give with, um, give with joy, you know, even though you may not get recognized, um, for your given by man, you know, remember that God, God sees you and in due time, he will reward you through man, you know, financially in so many different ways that you can't even imagine. Um, so I just want you guys to keep that in mind. And as we're wrapping this up, I will see you to remember the scripture. I just said, you know, give and it will be given given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running overflow, we pour into your lap. But with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Um, it just basically just said, you know, do things that you want to do. Like if you give, give what you want others to give to you if you are in such situation, situation. That's what I'm going to take it at. Like, you know, give what you want others to give unto you. Don't give what you wouldn't necessarily appreciate if someone gave to you in a certain position. And don't look as you given as you're better than any someone if you're giving them financially or any other way. So I hope this bless you. I hope this interview bless you. I hope this gives you, um, encourage you to give. And, you know, I hope you guys continue to stay blessed. Um, hope you guys continue to stay blessed. Um, and hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. If you guys haven't yet, you know, I hope you guys share, tell somebody about this, this show. If this has been a blessing to you and look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Take care, guys. Peace out.